Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives with practical spirituality, self love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thanks for tuning into the show today. So, how's it going, guys? How's quarantine treating you? <laughs> For me, it's um, it's been interesting. I have definitely had my ups and downs with this thing. And I know everyone's kind of in the same boat. It can be difficult to maintain your sense of optimism when it seems like there's not going to be an end and it's normal to feel, you know, still that sense of loss and grief for the old normal as we approach this new normal. And I think just whatever you're feeling is an appropriate feeling to be feeling. <laughs> I think this is the perfect opportunity to embrace your own experience and whatever that may be and to not judge yourself or beat yourself up about what you're feeling or how you should be feeling because everyone else is doing this and doing that and you're doing this and doing that and it's not enough I'm not enough I I'm very well acquainted with those experiences myself So I just, I want to extend my heart out to you guys today and just give you a warm hug and let you know that whatever your reaction is or response to all that's happening in the world right now is exactly where you need to be and it's okay. (laughs) I feel like I've been saying that a lot, but that's really been my own inner dialogue recently because Things seem so chaotic and the more you continue to affirm to yourself and talk to yourself in a way that's soothing and that validates your experience, the more you're able to settle in and accept the things that are happening and the more you're able to connect deeply with that part of you that knows everything is going to be okay and that you are okay, your family and friends and loved ones are taken care of, and it's just that sense of trust because that is what we need more of these days. It's trust. It's trusting that all of this will work out in the most perfect way. All of this is unfolding for our highest good. And we can trust that. We can trust that something is here guiding us. This presence of divine energy around us is refreshing us, is regenerating who we are in our identities and just taking care of us. You know, this isn't the time, I think, this isn't the time that we can really go back to our old ways. Because our old ways aren't there anymore, right? This is the time to really shine the light on all of the stuff that you have been holding on to, that you've been depending upon for security. It, this is really the perfect time to let all of that go and really ask yourself, 
what, what helps me feel certain in my life? What helps me feel that sense of stability and security? What brings me joy? And I've been kind of playing with this idea that I have been resonating with. It's this idea that we are all connected to the divine. We all have that divine spark within us. And it's not just in me. It's not just in the holy figures of religion. It's not just in the Pope. It's not just in that psychic that you go to all the time. Like the divinity, that wisdom, that magnificent energy that you see in nature and your loved ones and everyone who you admire and respect and love, that is all within you. In my life, I have been making some intuitive shifts. And uh, anytime you listen to your intuition, at least from my experience of things, it seems like it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't feel like the most rational thing to be doing. It doesn't seem like it's very productive. And uh, it can be really hard to to trust that part within you, right? Because you and me and everyone around us have been conditioned to honor our intellect and do things from a straightforward, logical, rational way and kind of leave that nonsensical, childlike imagination to the children. Once you're an adult... No one has time for that. No one has time to indulge in imagination and thinking of all these amazing possibilities for your life. No, you need to stay realistic and think of the bills for next month. Think of feeding yourself, thinking of all these responsible adult things, all these obligations And there's a time and a place for that. I'm not completely dismissing those concerns and those responsibilities, but I guess I'm really getting at balancing that out because we operate in that way so dominantly in a majority of our lives that we end up getting to the point where we're so disconnected and we think, wait a second, what about me? What about what makes me happy, right? Like I'm taking care of all these external components of my life. You know, I'm going to school, I'm getting a job, I'm working towards that that raise. All these compartmentalized things in my life, but what about me? Right? Like the only thing that all of those things have in common is me. I am the main factor in all those. And yet sometimes We don't even take time to give ourselves that proper attention, the same attention that we give to our finances or our loved ones or our careers. So this podcast, this episode is really dedicated to honoring the divine within you. And through honoring the divine in you, opens up a gateway of brand new possibilities 
to invigorate and inspire and relight that fire within you. And from that comes a sense of healthy self-respect, right? Like we, we respect our bank accounts. We respect our children. We respect our, our pets. We respect our, our bodies, right? Some of us are good at respecting our bodies, but you know, we're not our bodies. We're not our finances. We're not the people that people say we are. We're not these roles that we step into every day and that we play every day. Learning to respect that invincible, indestructible, infinite part of who you are so that you are no longer hanging on these things, these circumstances in your life. You're no longer depending on those things to give you certainty, to give you love, to give you whatever you're seeking, because all of the things that you seek in those external circumstances, those external conditions are already within you. And to tap into that inner well within you that is just flowing and flowing and flowing with love and joy and happiness and to know from an experiential place and an intellectual place that that is where everything is, then you can go about the world with less fear. Then you can go about the world taking those risks, making those bold moves, stepping into who you are authentically and feeling like you are living your life to the fullest. So you guys all know how much I love Tosha Silver. If you guys haven't heard me say that, um, I love all of her books. She has two books, I think, um, Outrageous Openness and Change Me Prayers. And she also has a ton of courses on her website. I just love all of her teachings and she puts all these principles and practices that you hear people talk about in very practical terms. So it really has helped me and I think it'll help you if you guys like that type of stuff. But I have been doing her psychic development course on her website. And so one of the ideas that she brought up was practicing saying that you are God doing whatever. So for example, saying, I am God speaking into a microphone. I am God sitting in a chair. I am God drinking her morning coffee. I am God looking at her laptop. And practicing the art of acknowledging that the divine, that God lives within you and that God is present within you right now. And again, you don't have to use the word God. You can use goddess. You can use source. Whatever you feel comfortable with. And, you know, you can just say, I am the divine sitting here talking to you guys. I am the divine walking her dog. I am the divine brushing her teeth. (laughs) 
And I think it, you can really stretch this exercise to pretty much every little thing that you do each day, everything that seems mundane, like brushing your teeth, washing the dishes, doing laundry. I am God doing her laundry. I am God folding her laundry. I am God separating her whites from her darks. <laughs> and it's it becomes just this fun thing that you get to do. And every time you say it, you are acknowledging that part of you that commands respect. That's what I've really felt when doing this exercise. You acknowledge that you have this magnificent presence that lives within you throughout your entire day, regardless of what you're doing. And to continue to go back and acknowledge, I am God, I am God, I am God, naturally puts you in a whole new perspective, naturally lets you see yourself in a completely different way. And just this little practice of doing this every time I think of doing this exercise throughout my day has honestly been life-changing to say the least. And it's so simple. You can do this anywhere at any time. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can just acknowledge it in your head in the midst of a busy day, in the midst of the chaos. You can say, I am God sitting in chaos. <laughs> if your children are fighting, you can say, I am God watching my children argue. <laughs> and it can be that simple. And there's just a sense of alignment, the shift that occurs within you every time you say that to yourself. And what it does is it adds up and it accumulates and it compounds into inspiration into constantly feeling and nourishing that connection within you. And something that I've been observing in my life as I continue to practice this is seeing how I actually end up naturally taking care of myself in a better way. For example, I just would naturally gravitate towards healthier foods without even really trying to eat healthy. Because as you continue to acknowledge the divinity that lives within you, you end up wanting to serve that divinity and show that divinity your respect and your reverence towards it by honoring yourself with healthier foods and moving your body more and just doing all these things that we tell ourselves we should be doing but we usually find it hard to actually do like exercise eat healthy all those things for me it's just been automatic it's been natural and it's come from a place of joy and not from a place of deficiency like I am sick or my body's not good enough or if I don't do this, then I will die. Like not trying to leverage myself from a place of fear, but doing it from a place of just devotion to that part of yourself. So that's been really fascinating to see in my life. 
And it makes sense, right? Like it makes sense that that is a natural outcome of all of this. Because if you think about what really drives us to do things that might not be the most healthiest for us or what drives us towards addictive behaviors and um, the, the coping mechanisms that aren't completely healthy for us. I think a lot of it stems from forgetting who we are, forgetting that this inner love, this, this powerful essence lives within us and believing in that sense of separation, that this is something we need to chase, that this is something that we need to chase through food, through alcohol, through um, immediate pleasures, whatever that is, instead of giving ourselves a pause a breath, to stop in the middle of it and say, I am God feeling overwhelmed. I am God experiencing anxiety. And just by simply saying something like that in the middle of the chaos recenters your focus And puts the emphasis back in where all of it actually is in the first place. Where that that joy, that ease, that loving surrender, where that is. In practicing this in the realm of emotional health, like for example, like I said before, I am God experiencing anxiety. You begin to experience that anxiety in a completely different way. You suddenly realize that you can handle it. You can handle whatever emotion there is. And there is this sense of strength that comes with saying that, that I am God feeling the fear. I am the divinity feeling the pressure. And what image comes to mind when I say that is it's like you're, you're supported. Even if a part of you feels like you're falling apart, you have this sense of knowing that there is this inner sense of stability, like this titanium pole that lives within you, kind of a, like your, your power center. And that titanium pole does not waver, does not move, regardless of the hurricane that might be surrounding it. It's an absolutely beautiful shift. And I really encourage you to try this during those moments of stress and anxiety and fear and see what comes up for you. It might not be the same experience that I've described to you, It could be something completely unique and different. And really give yourself that chance to tap into that inner strength that is always within you. And another observation that I've seen is, you know, as someone who 
as I've told you before, as someone who has been raised as a Catholic, I was always someone who would get down on my knees and pray with my hands folded, usually towards like an altar at church or a statue or maybe even facing up towards the sky or something. And it's like this surrendering pose. Doing that, it's powerful. I, I think it's powerful. But surprisingly, when I started to feel that inner divinity within me, that inner authority within me that is always strong, instead of me wanting to crumble in front of a statue or be in this surrendering pose, I still feel like I'm surrendering, but when I'm surrendering, it's kind of like it awakens the the God, the divinity that lives within me and activates it and it holds me up. It holds my body up in this strong, natural posture. And it's like I could be feeling really shitty and feeling really tired or exhausted or weak or whatever. And yet I am sitting upright and looking if someone were to just walk in as I was doing this entire thing in my head if someone were to just walk in it just looks like I'm sitting straight up in in meditation or something and I think it just indicates no matter how weak you may feel no matter how scared or frightened you are there is still an incredible amount of strength that stays with you through it all. So again, I encourage you to try this out for yourself. Really stretch this practice out and and use it everywhere. Because as you continue to remind yourself every single day that you are God, I am God talking into a microphone, I am God texting my friends. I am God watching TV. I am God eating donuts. (laughs) Whatever it is, it just constantly realigns you with the truth of who you are. And from there, so many things, so many good things start to unfold for you. And you start to automatically do things that you know you should be doing that you aren't, you start to automatically do those things, less self-care type practices without having to fight yourself on it, without having to force yourself to work out. You just naturally get up and you start moving and you dance and you move. It's just, it's been so incredible. And it's amazing because it's just this one simple thing. I recently did a workshop called Self-Talk for Self-Care. And I realized that a majority of the transformations that have occurred in my life has always revolved around a prayer, an affirmation, a change in speech within myself, a change in self-talk. And I am really beginning to realize how truly impactful and important Those are the words that you say to yourself on a regular basis. Because if you plug in and you think about it, you are constantly telling yourself stuff all of the time. You are constantly saying something. And most of the time, 
from my experience, the things that I'm saying to myself are along the lines of, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're not enough. You need to try harder. You need to try harder. Like imagine if you just went along with your day and you just constantly were affirming within your mind, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. You're not doing enough. (laughs) How do you think that makes you feel? How do you think that impacts your energy levels at the end of the day when you come home from work or school or whatever and you just feel tired and you want to just binge and veg out on the couch, right? Like, I think we are constantly saying words to ourselves within us. And the most enlightening thing that I've ever done for myself was to consciously take that into my own hands and own what I say to myself, take responsibility for the words, the, the affirmations, the, the things that I constantly say over and over and over to myself in my head as I live my life. And to realize that you have the choice to turn that around and to take that power back is uh, probably one of the most important things you could ever do for your entire life. That's definitely like if I look back and think of, okay, how was I able to overcome the body insecurities that I have? How was I able to overcome feeling jealous or feeling like I wasn't enough? All of those things that we all feel at some point in our lives, I would attribute it to the words that I tell myself and changing that dialogue, taking that into my own hands. And so that just like, so if you're not saying, I love you, I love you, you're enough, you're enough all the time, and you're not really being conscious of what you're saying to yourself on a regular basis, then I think most likely we're just repeating the same things that our parents told us or what society tells us. And usually those things aren't there to serve us and serve our authentic truth. Usually it's, you're too fat, you're too fat, you're too fat, or you're wrong, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it all wrong, this is not right, you're doing it all wrong, all of that stuff, right? And it's all unconsciously there, we didn't purposefully put it there, but it's probably been something that's been in our heads ever since we were children, and we picked it up as innocent beings, not really knowing what to believe, and just that inner sense of trust that, you know, I could trust my parents. I can trust the people in my life and what they're saying to be true. And we take that and we repeat those, those phrases. We repeat those affirmations over and over and over again until we're however old. So this is a really good practice to start. And it doesn't even have to be the I am God sitting here talking on a microphone. It could really be whatever lights you up, whatever gives you strength throughout this whole thing. It could be as simple as I love you. I love you. I love you. So take this practice and really make it your own because you're always going to be saying something in your head anyways. So why not make those words something that uplifts you and fuels you throughout your day. And what's interesting is the more you continue to affirm that for yourself, that 
that inner divinity and that inner authority that is always there inside of you, then you can go out and you will actually be amazed by how this changes the way you see other people. Because you begin to look at every single person in your life and see the divinity that lives within them. To look at every single person in your life, even though they might not act appropriately or act in the most loving way, to still see them as like there's a part of them deep down inside that is divine and beautiful and magnificent, just like how that same presence is within me. It really shifts the way you approach people. Like you get to see people in your everyday life as the divine dressed up in a variety of disguises, just like you. And suddenly everything becomes sacred. Everything and everyone becomes a holy part of your journey. Everything just ends up pointing to the divinity that we are all connected to always. And that sense of separation between you and them disappears. And what's fascinating is when you start to honor the divinity in individuals who might not treat you with respect or might not say the kindest words to you, it's funny because you end up being able to handle that from a place of strength. Because in the same way that you honor the divinity within them, you honor the divinity within yourself too. And as a divine being, as someone who is God, who is a part of God, you don't just stand there and take it. (laughs) You don't just stand there and cower and say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I did this and blah, 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 blah. Like you, you don't cower. You end up standing up for yourself and setting those boundaries because you have such a high respect, a high regard for what lives within you that you don't feel awkward setting those boundaries. And it seems like a lot of you guys really loved the Queen of Swords episode that I did back in the beginning. So a part of me feels like you guys are on the same wavelength as me and we're all in this together, learning step-by-step how to be our own advocate, how to love ourselves and respect and honor who we really are. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Self Love Tarot. Again, I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista, and you can follow this podcast on Instagram at Self Love Tarot. Thank you so much to all of you guys who have been leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes. I so appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. It's been amazing to hear your feedback. And if you feel called to, I would love it if you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes as well. This just gives other people an opportunity to listen to the podcast and it brings this podcast to a larger audience. So thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you later. Bye.